0: I, I was I, th- I was very determined because in the beginning it was very difficult for me It was not really um, easy to find also my voice and to I was many times I remember uh, after lesson singing I I was depressed I, I thought maybe maybe it's not my my thing you know and I I thought many times about it, but then something in in me was always pushing in that direction.
1: Today I'm talking to the tenor Enrico Casari. Enrico, it's so lovely to meet you here on Zoom.
0: Thank you very much. Yeah. For me Uh, too, it's a great pleasure.
1: Tell me, where are you now at the moment?
0: So at the moment I'm home. Uh, I'm uh, at my place. Uh, I live... uh, since three years uh, with my wife in Puglia, in, uh, in Altamura, that it's a little city next to Bari.
1: Yeah.
0: So oh. we, we, live, we live here with our two daughters. I actually became, second uh, for the second time, father just two weeks ago, so... Oh, <laughs> oh
1: congratulations! Thank oh, you. thank so wonderful! And um, how is it with the new baby in the house?
0: Oh, it's great. It's great. Uh, uh, it's the second daughter, the first yeah. daughter, uh, Benedetta, she's uh, two years and a half.
1: Yeah. And
0: uh, now she began to go to school for the first time. So a lot of things, new things going oh, on.
1: Oh, wonderful. And
0: but uh, yeah, yeah, everything I've, is going well.
1: I just want to know, seeing that you're a tenor, do you sing your babies to sleep?
0: Yeah, yeah, of course, some uh, lullabies, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Very <laughs> softly, a... of course.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, what a privilege.
0: <laughs>
1: but, um, Enrico, now tell me, York, I want to talk about your career and how you started. What was initially, as a child, your interest in, in music? Or did you didn't sing uh, from, I mean, a young age? Or did you play an instrument first? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm uh, I'm I'm from Verona, the north of Italy, uh, which is actually a city that is uh, really into opera because with Arena di Verona uh, is one of the biggest uh, festival opera festival in the world. Uh, so uh, I was not really into opera when I was young. I mean, my parents they were of course um, passionate of opera, and my grandparents as well. And they were bringing me also to Arena when I was like 11, 12 was, I think, the first time. Uh, but actually in that time, I was more into rock music. And uh, I, I I was actually a drummer, a rock drummer and jazz drummer for uh, 10 years uh, professionally before singing. Really? Yeah, so it's a very, <laughs> it's, a, it's a strange story, I mean, because it's... Uh, I was into another musical uh, world, let's say, so I was more, uh, I studied drum, drums and uh, I, 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 I began actually to do first concert when I was 14, 15 so, quite young. And uh, I was not really into singing in the beginning. And then when I was uh, uh, 19, 20, I went to study uh, the Faculty of Musicology in the University of Pavia, uh, in the north of Italy. And there I met uh, um, a great teacher that is, uh, was a teacher of uh, musical dramaturgy. And uh, I began then to have interest into opera and to the uh, history, I mean, of the uh, development historical mm-hmm. development of the opera and then i was so curious that i i wanted to try to sing because when i was a little child uh, the teacher in the school said to my parents that uh, i was uh, uh, i had a voice and i was uh, let's say intonated you know yeah. and uh, but then this thing was uh, like you know kept it there mm-hmm. so then when I was 19, 20, I started to, to have the first few lessons of singing. And from that moment, uh, it was not really easy, of course. It was not really like I was a talent and opened my mouth and uh, everything was going right. So it was very difficult and uh, to combine also with my drummer, uh, let's say, uh, life. So uh, then after I I started really to... Fa- to fall in love with uh, opera and the repertoire, and I discovered that I was a tenor. And uh, when I was uh, after a couple of years of lesson, I said uh, I decided to stop with drums and uh, really to to study and to concentrate on singing. And uh, but uh, I at that time I didn't know, you know, if what what uh, could be in the future, no. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then when I was uh, 24, I I started then to study with another teacher and the Conservatoire of Verona, and I, I I won my first competition. So then everything step by step went on, uh, and now it's uh, 16 years of a professional wow. career. So that but, that's basically the story I mean. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but, but how amazing that you um went from playing the drums and that genre of music to to uh, opera singing. But what what was the initial um interest then to study musicology when you were 19?
0: Yeah. Uh you know, when at that time uh, I I thought uh it's difficult to to be like a drummer, you know, and, and to live with that, uh, especially here in Italy. And uh, I, at that moment, I thought I I want to to study in a faculty where I can really uh, open my mind musically and 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 know finally know the real the history of all the music. No, you know. Uh, not only classical music, let's say, but also popular music. So I wanted to have uh, a general, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, cultural, let's say, uh, thing in my mind. And maybe, you know, maybe to go to, to teach, to teach history of music or to write in some newspaper. So at that time I thought maybe can be also this, but then, uh, yeah, singing was really a surprise in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, somehow, sorry.
1: No, 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 say.
0: No, sometimes I think that it was like, uh, uh, hidden in me, I don't know. Yeah. Something there, because I, 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 I always admire singing, you know, and singers, and the, really to use the voice, so. I was really fascinated by. And uh, so maybe it was there somewhere in me. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I believe that always, that um, y- if you have a talent or if you're meant to do something, that it will surface somehow. You know, it was something will come around to to help you to get there. But yeah, what fascinates me also is that you say you were not really sure that they, that it would be a career. So you still persevered and you still, and you said it didn't come naturally. So there must be some, um, there was some um, sort of determination for you to do that.
0: Absolutely. I mean, it's very important because uh, uh, singing, of course, all the professional, you know, are difficult, especially in art, my father was a sculptor and painter, so everyone uh, had, you know, a difficult way. Let's say it's not simple, especially nowadays. But uh, somehow, I always, uh, I, I always felt that I, I wanted this because, m- to my parents, I said when I was like fourteen, I don't know in in which way, but my dream is to to live with music. I mean. Mm-hmm. To be able to to live uh, my life and everything, but with doing a job that is into music. So at the time, of course, I didn't know about singing. But then uh, I I was I th- I was very determined because in the beginning it was very difficult for me. It was not really um, easy to find also my voice and to I was many times I remember uh, after lesson singing I. I was depressed. I, I thought maybe, maybe it's not my, my thing, you know, and I, I thought many times about it, but then something in, in me was always pushing in that direction.
1: But so. this is interesting. Um, also for me, when I talk to singers that, uh, you know, the voice, that's your instrument, but it also depends on many things, you know, like a conductor said to me the other day, even if the weather is different, it's going to affect your voice or, or the, yeah. the, you know, the, if it's dry or, or yeah. uh, there's so many factors, but yet this I find fascinating that you had to also deal with that, you know, you had to deal yeah. with that with, and, and also finding your voice, how, do you find your voice as a tenor or, or a baritone or how did, how do you discover that?
0: You know, I mean, I, I speak for, uh, of course, for my experience, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, I, I uh, my teacher, my first teacher, uh, he said to me always, uh, the voice is the mirror of your soul, because uh, Everything is influencing your voice. If you are not happy that day, voice is not going really to work because it's not only, uh, of course, we are like sportive, you know, we we, we work with our body and uh, it's very difficult because we don't know what we can't see, you know, like the piano or other instruments, what, what really is happening. Yeah. But, um, uh, the technique, of course, it's very important, It's the most important breathing and all these things that you need a very good teacher without a good teacher it's impossible. but uh, then you you have to work on yourself, I mean your character, your mentality, uh, because everything is going to to affect your voice and to in that day if you are in good shape or not, and uh, you, You have to be strong mentally in the days that you are not in good shape because mostly of the time we are in good shape when we are home. So (laughs) we are relaxed. We are are (laughs) relaxed, we are studying. we don't think, we don't have the public, we don't have conductor there, we are not on the stage. So with the orchestra, so it's, then when you are on the stage, many, many tensions are going, you know, in that moment. In the in the right moment that you open your mouth and you you start to to sound to make a sound, uh, you have to be very very concentrated.
1: Yeah, and also the fact that you uh, to put up an opera it's a long process, and it's long hours of of singing and practicing, and and it's also these different stages of rehearsals and stage rehearsals and so on. So. Does that also affect then the the stamina? Like your voice need needs to be rested before a performance, or uh, do you know when to push or when to uh, to rest your voice?
0: Yeah, in this uh, sense, uh, mm-hmm. you you have to know very well uh, the repertoire and to choose the right repertoire for your vocality, because otherwise, uh, if you uh, go over, you know, the limit that you you should know very well your limit and uh, and your vocality. If you go over, then of course you risk to, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't know maybe not really to destroy your voice, but you know to yeah to get the reading problems. But it's also important to making mistakes, I think. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I made my mistakes, and you learn uh, really a lot.
1: Yeah, no, the, I I agree with you. Yeah,
0: it's very important, I think.
1: Yeah, I've I've heard a dancer once said uh, that it's not the competitions he won that uh, that he learned from, but the competitions that he didn't win. So the the mistakes that he made, um, that's what he learned from. So I think yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. really, it's really a fundamental thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think.
1: Uh, you you were involved in a production now of Nabucco?
0: Yes, I was doing, uh, I was in Brno in Czech Republic in the National Theatre of Brno. Uh, we, we were, we are doing a revival of Nabucco. So actually the period of rehearsal I did already last year. And now I'm going just to, I was there just to make a performance. Mm-hmm. So uh, I just came re- back uh, yesterday evening.
1: Yeah so if you say reviving what do you mean by that? So
0: uh, it's a let's say it's not a new production that is made in this moment it's a, it's an old production that uh, we did uh, uh, one year and a half ago and uh, so we did all the period of rehearsal one year and a half ago and the perf- some performance and now we are uh, making a revival in the sense that we just—it's uh, in the repertoire of the theater—and we are going still to perform it.
1: Oh, I see. Okay. So
0: when we're doing instead a new production, of course, we have like one month, one month and a half, even two months of uh, of period of working. Mm-hmm. So rehearsal and then uh, performances.
1: But this is also part of your life to. Uh... Be away from home and to sing in different theaters. How do you cope with that? How do you deal with uh, this type of thing? Because this is also um, a, a difficult part of your of your uh, line of work.
0: Yeah, I mean, I love to travel. So really, it was really, especially when I was young, it was really. So for me to do a job like this, it's fantastic. I mean, because you go, of course, in many different places, meet many different people, and now that I have a family, it's really difficult to go away because, of course, with two children uh, and uh, my wife, my wife, she's a singer too. It's uh, she's a mezzo really? soprano. Yeah, oh, we wow. met. Yeah, we met uh, in Opera of Monte Carlo in yeah. 2017. We met uh, there and we were working together and and then
1: <laughs> I, you know, we fell in to love. Hear, and... I, I have to hear the story now because I, I'm, I love love stories. So did you see- uh, it's a gr-
0: I have to say it's a great story. I mean, not because it's mine uh,
1: story, Please but- no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I mean, when we met, it was really like uh, uh, we just friendship. I mean, there was not really, you know, like uh, we, yeah. we say in Italy, colpo di fulmine. Eh? Now that you meet the people and uh, you you immediately you felt in love, so w- was nothing about this. I mean, but we uh, somehow uh, we found each other very well to talk about everything, you know so mentally also very connected and uh, so there was really nothing about uh, you know attraction you no know, physical attraction of course i mean <laughs> she's a beautiful woman so of course i liked her but there was not really interest and uh, and then after when uh, we finished the production uh, i i was missing her somehow I mean, I was missing this presence and I understood that uh, I was in need uh, in my life to to have a person like her. So I was not simple. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I traveled a lot to see her and uh, Mm -hmm. we always, uh, you know, we were working both together uh, no, I mean not together but separate so yeah. there was a, we, we were even traveling 12 hours and see each other 24 hours and then go home so and then after one year we decide to marry so and uh, oh, first, amazing uh, here in Puglia actually and I mm-hmm. I decided to to come here I mean the, we decide to live here
1: mm-hmm.
0: in the south of Italy.
1: So you have your base there, both of you, and then um, so she. But she then understands when you have to go away, and she understands yeah. your your work. And um, oh, this is wonderful.
0: Yeah. Now, now we are trying to to work in uh, alternate periods so we can stay together, and I can accompany her, or uh, her. She's accompanying me. So. Also, last summer I was uh, in Austria. I was actually in opera in Steinbruck, uh, singing Turandot at the festival really? in San Margaretten. So I yeah. was two months and a half in, uh, in next to Vienna, and uh, she came with my with Benedetta, with our first daughter. So it was great. It's great also to to be together and to see different places. So yes. we like a lot. Yeah,
1: and Benedetta is such a lovely name
0: thank you yeah
1: thank you. and um but but and so you say and she also i mean do you, you alternate the, so that you can have be as a family together and how wonderful is that that you can you know that your jobs allow you to do that
0: yeah not always of course it's not simple yeah. because we did also a period where i was away for one month one month and a half mm-hmm. so sometimes uh uh, and then was COVID time, so it was very difficult, you know, to catch even a flight and come for a couple of days home. It was impossible, so yeah. it was not uh, simple. But uh, now we hope that will be <laughs> better, yeah. of course. But so we yeah. are trying to do like this, to organize like
1: this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think this is lovely. but i always ask couples who are, are both opera singers are you each other's um best critics do you do you um... yeah a lot it's not simple <laughs> yeah so you you um i mean uh oh, sorry.
0: Yeah,
1: I, know, I, I mean, so people saying that that they they help each other sort of or or um not help each other, but like the the uh, critique each other in a in a very positive way. So it's it's really a a, a true and and well meant criticism.
0: Uh, I I think is the most um, uh, sincere. Yeah, yeah. Let's say because uh, but it's difficult to accept from your wife, from your yeah. husband, you know, uh, because. Uh, from someone else, teacher, it's different. You, uh, you accept, you think, okay. But then from your wife, I mean, for me, uh, sometimes it's difficult, but I know that it's very sincere and yeah. I, I know she's right. I know she's right in that moment. So it's very important. I mean, in general, for singers, it's very important to have the other here outside of you because uh, what we hear is another... Thing it's another sensation. It's not the, the the exactly the same result that the audience. I mean, who is outside is uh, mm-hmm. listening to. But yeah, yeah I mean, it's, I think it's important in a relation. Uh I mean, between two singers, it really has to be constructive. I mean, and to really to help each other. I think it's very mm-hmm. important to accept this.
1: Yeah. But now also what I ask um, artists is the side side that you have, that's the artistic side and you work on that and you dedicate it on that. But then there's also the business side of things. How do you deal with that?
0: (laughs) Very difficult. (laughs) Of course, we have management that is uh, working for us. But sometimes it's very difficult to accept, you know, things of the business. So, uh, sometimes it's also depressive in a way because, uh, it's a not a sure job. This, I mean, it's, yeah. uh, you wake up in the morning and you have to, <laughs> to move on. even if your voice is not really working good and, uh, so, uh, the artistic and the management—I mean, the business side—it's uh, difficult to keep them separate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, sometimes, you know, you know, you have to concentrate. You have to concentrate on your job and don't think about too much about the future or if the contract is coming. So, uh, and it's very difficult to uh, to don't think about to don't yeah. think about the future and the, the the contracts if they are coming or not. So.
1: Yeah, everybody. But you have to
0: to deal with that.
1: Yeah, everybody is saying this, and um, and yet it is an important part. But but it seems to be that that this is the the less enjoyable part of being an artist. Yeah,
0: it's the less enjoyable, <laughs> of course. But you know what? That mm-hmm. uh, it's important that uh, that you don't lose the, the, that you don't lose the passion for your job because of. Uh, problems with you know the business environment management or whatever because uh sometimes you know i uh, then uh, you are maybe uh, you you feel down uh, something is not coming and then and then you are less concentrate on the artistic part uh, and uh, it's not good i mean it's you have already to to keep them separate <laughs> yeah. somehow
1: yeah but now I'm um, me, Enrica, what is now next for you.
0: So now I'm actually this year you know I'm uh, I'm working uh, in Berno for Nabucco I have several performances yeah. and uh, I also you know kept some uh, period to be with my wife because we have the new daughter so mm-hmm. it's important it's very important this and is the most important. And then next year I will make my debut in uh, Opera Garnier in Paris uh, with uh, a new production by Robert Carson, which is one of the most great uh, opera director, and uh, it's uh, Ariodante by Handel. So it's my first actually Baroque uh, uh, opera.
1: Oh wow! And this is
0: my this is my the most important uh, now. Uh, let's say, thing that I have. So it's a debut in a, one of the most important opera house in the world. So, yeah.
1: so how long is your preparation for that now?
0: Depends, depends. Because uh, in this case, I do a little role. Uh, mm-hmm. So of course I have a preparation, but it's not maybe uh, taking the same time like I'm doing a principal role. Mm-hmm. Uh, Last year, I was doing uh, Destiny, uh, an opera by Janáček at the festival in Brno, Uh, and I was singing the main role uh, and was also in Czech. So I had to learn language, phonetics, Mm -hmm. and then, of course, musically and singing. So it it, it took really many months, (laughs) the job, so...
1: I can imagine if you don't know the language to, to have to learn yeah yeah yeah. yeah it's difficult mm-hmm.
0: because uh, well I am an Italian tenor but I'm uh, I don't know how it came but I'm uh, mostly singing in foreign languages really yeah. <laughs> yeah it comes for me so I I, I actually sing in five different languages. So I did French repertoire, Czech repertoire, Russian repertoire. I did Candid by Leonard Bernstein uh, this year and also three years ago. So English, of course. So I mean, uh, it's many, yeah, different languages and uh, German also. Mm-hmm. So and uh, I don't know, it came and uh, I I love actually to do different repertoire. So. Oh,
1: okay. uh, Mm-hmm. I like
0: to learn, I mean, I like to learn new languages. Sometimes when you, when you see languages like Czech language with a lot of consonants, you think that it's impossible to sing some beautiful line. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but then uh, it, uh, you find uh, the sound, uh, a new sound that is fascinated about the, the f- uh, different languages. So every different language has something really interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I can imagine that if you, and, and especially if you um, learn the language new, that you have to uh, also the pronunciation of it. That 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 might be the thing that you have to concentrate on, so that it makes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I I I just with sometimes with names find this in, in different languages also the accent on certain vowels different you know that that uh, if you if you're used to saying the word in this in your language and the accent changes it makes the word sound completely different so i can just imagine it it can be tricky when you sing it
0: yeah yeah because sometimes singers you know uh we we need also to adapt the vowels to the sound maybe you have to do a high note or a difficult passage so you have to try to, to keep everything very homogenic. And when you sing in a different language than the, yours, it's, uh, it's difficult. So it's very important to do phonetic uh, preparation before, mm-hmm. to, know, to know, I mean, the best you can, uh, the pronunciation. And then step by step, you, <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> you,
0: you find a way.
1: Well, your career is a career of lifelong studying because you you have to study constantly.
0: It's a career that you you need to do a lot of sacrifices, especially in the beginning. Yeah, because you you need to study, you need to be in shape, uh, you need to discover uh, new worlds. I mean, I mean uh, your body. Uh, so mm-hmm. there are many things to learn and to so you know maybe a party with friends sometimes uh, i i i i couldn't do it you know when i was young because the day after i had the lesson so then uh, you <laughs> you're yeah. not you know in shape the day after mm-hmm. to, to study so okay, maybe it's not a big sacrifice but there are many i mean I I did just example because when I was, I remember, uh, uh, young and I was studying the conservatoire. Then on Saturday, I mean, I had lesson in the morning, so on Friday night, usually I was staying home because I had to take care about my voice Mm -hmm. uh, for the day after. Uh, I mean, this is our little sacrifice, but there are many things uh, that you have to deal with. You know, like sportive. I remember also my friends, that they were doing sportive, uh, let's say professional. I mean, of course, you, you have to be in shape. You have to take mm-hmm. care about your body and everything. So, mm-hmm.
1: But great. you know, when we see on stage and it looks so effortlessly, I don't think people always realize this. You know, the, the effort that goes in behind the scenes.
0: Yeah, well, most of the people, they don't know what is behind.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely.
0: Yeah, because uh, sometimes we have to sing also in mm-hmm. a not very good condition, and it's a big stress. Big mm-hmm. stress mentally and physically.
1: Yeah. It's not so easy. <laughs> yeah. But... um Enrica, but thank you so much for this wonderful conversation. I just want to ask you also now that uh, what are your wishes for the future? Well,
0: thank you so much to you. It's really a great pleasure to talk with you and to meet you. Uh, (laughs) You know, to to be well, to be well and to be happy with my family and... uh, of course I, I wish to to sing as much as I can and but really to to enjoy my job, to have to don't lose the passion for my my job. That's the most important, I think.
1: I just want I just one last question for you, Enrico. Um, can you do a shout out uh, to your favorite coffee shop in your in your, in your area?
0: Oh, difficult because uh, there are so many good places here. Oh,
1: really?
0: <laughs> yeah, I I don't wait since I live here. Oh,
1: that's
0: it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, coffee. Yeah, there is a bar, Stile Libero. It's the name mm-hmm. here in Altamura. It's a great place. They really? do fantastic coffee and uh, mm-hmm. really a lot of good things. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, Italians are known for having good coffee.
0: Yeah, sure, it's yeah, true. Yeah, because okay. <laughs> I travel a lot, and I can assure you that it's the best coffee
1: is <laughs> in Italy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Have a lovely afternoon and um, enjoy your lovely daughters.
0: Thank you very much to you okay. too. Have a great day.
1: Thank you, Enrico. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank Bye. you so much. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.